Okay, so here is a dilemma that for some reason caught my eye and captured my interest. I'm not sure exactly why. It's a story of a shul that was being built uh, in Israel, and they were a million dollars short. And the community, they collected and collected for the community that exhausted their uh, local opportunities. And as the divine uh, pre- um, providence would have it, there was a visitor, a visitor from America in Israel who came to pray in, in this shul. They were in their temporary small little hut where they were davening while collecting the money to build a bigger shul. And this visitor from America said, what's going on? Such a small shul. And they said, oh, we're building, we're building, you know, we're, but we're short. How much are you short? We're short a million dollars. Can you help us? So the businessman says, I can't give you a million dollars, but I can lend you a million dollars. Interest-free, of course, as a loan between Jews cannot have interest. And so I'm happy to lend you a million dollars. No rush to give it back. You can take your time. And they, they're amazed. The, you know, the community were, were jumping up and down. This, this will always get us ability to finish the shul. And such great terms. The man said, but the, there's one condition. I would like that you should name the shul after my late father. His name was Shalom. And I'd like the shul to be called Sukkot Shalom. Uh, the sukkah, the, the, the tabernacle of Shalom after my late father. I said, sure, no problem. So with that, the, the work sped up and they were able to complete the shul with a million dollar loan and name it Sukkot Shalom. That, that was the name of the shul. And this, this uh, businessman would visit Israel once a year around the time of his father's yard site. And that was when he would come to the shul with great pride to see that it was named for his father. As time went on, this shul uh, hired a new rabbi, a young scholar, and he inquired as to the name. He was interested. Why is, why is the shul called Sukkot Shalom? What's the, what's the name for? And I said, oh, that's a story. When we were building, we were a million dollars short. There was this guy from America. And he came, he gave us a loan for a million dollars. We haven't paid it back. He's, he's you know, not in a rush for it to be paid back. But, um, but he wanted the name after his father. The shul's named after this, this man's father, Shalom. Shukat Shalom. Oh, and that's like, that's like interest. That's like payment for the money. So this rabbi picked up what you picked up. Hang on a minute. That, that is interest. That's not an interest-free loan. Interest does not just mean paying back monetary uh, benefit, but it, it means any benefit, any gain, any enjoyment, any pleasure is considered interest. In fact, it, it says in Jewish law that if you borrow money from somebody and it's interest-free, you're not paying any interest. However, if you treat the person who, who lent you the money better than you used to, you start saying good morning to them when you didn't used to say good morning to them. That's interest giving them any benefit that is in return for the loan that they gave is is paying interest. Um, you should say good morning to everybody anyway, but we're uh, saying if you didn't do that before, then then doing it now is adding something in return for the loan. And certainly here, giving this person the benefit of the naming rights of the shul, which ha- has monetary value, 
even if it's a, an abstract thing, that is, that is interest. That is the problem of interest. And in the laws of interest, if a loan was given at interest, the loan has to be cancelled. It has to be returned. Uh, so really they should be erasing this name off, off, off the shul, uh, giving back the money possibly even, starting again. Somebody in the shul came up with an idea and said, hang on a minute, not so fast. I've got an idea. There was a young, young man who recently in, in, in that community in Israel was sadly a victim of one of the terror attacks. And his name was Shalom. Why don't we keep the name Sukkot Shalom for the shul after him? After the shul member who'd recently passed away. That way, so as far as we're concerned, the name is after one of our community members. As far as that guy who comes once a year from New York, he thinks it's after him, but it's not. We're not giving him that honor. We're, we're, we're taking that honor and we're giving it to somebody else. It's theft. It's theft as well there. So it's theft. What type of theft? What are, we, what are you stealing from him? Tokma. You're stealing someone's thoughts, basically, no? Like you believe, you're making someone believe that it's X when it's Y. Uh, can't he think that? He, he, he can think that. He thinks it's after his father, and we think it's after somebody else. Our problem is we don't want to be giving him interest. So we're not giving him interest. What, what, are, we, what are we stealing from him? What's he, what's he losing? He, he still thinks it's his. This was, this was their attempted argument. This is what they tried to present. So, so now, now we have to actually sort out two, two questions. For, the question number one is, is, is this indeed interest? Is, this a, is, that, is that a problem? And second of all, if it is, is that a solution to shift the name to somebody else's name? Can you do that? And you can, can you do that without telling the donor in the first place? Let him think it's after his father, but we think it's after somebody else. So interestingly, a, a, a similar, quite similar question was brought up in, in an, an earlier halachic source. The Shari Deya is a, a collection of halachic uh, questions and answers written by um, Rabbi Chaim Leib uh, Rifkin was his name. A Chabad Chassid actually from the, from the times of the Tzemach Tzedek, the 1800s. And he was asked a, a quite similar question. There was a shul built, building, building a, a new shul, a community building a new shul that was short of money. And they took a loan using a heter iska. Heter iska is where, in order to avoid paying interest, you, you word the loan documents as not a loan, but as a partnership. And, the, and the, there's a partner who's investing in uh, the recipient of the money. And the agreement is that he will re receive a set amount of, of return for this partnership. Uh, on his investment. And so even though that looks like a loan at interest, he's giving them money and getting back more. But because it's, it's structured very strictly as not a, not a loan, but as a partnership, it's permissible to do such a thing. And so this shul wanted to, wanted to get a heter iska uh, loan uh, or a, a business, a business partnership rather than a loan. And the question was, are they actually allowed to do this? In normal circumstances, if I, let's say, want to start a business, I don't have capital, I want to, I want to borrow from you, 
So you you can invest in my business, and I give you a, a set uh, a return on your on your money. That's a heter iska. We we word it that way. That's fine. Here, it's not a business. It's not a person doing business. It's a shul building a shul, and so how can you make a heter iska? How can there be even a sense of there being a, a business partnership here when the money is clearly going to build a shul, as opposed to going into somebody's livelihood making making a business making uh, uh, possibly making money out of it are you allowed to make it give it to the dead man money these shows make <laughs> that's right so um so the sharidura the sharidea which is this um this alachic authority who's given this question he looked at it carefully and he said that there are several reasons why he thinks you could in this case do a heter iska um one of them is because it's true that a shul is not a business. However, the people who are building the shul, the committee, the community who are responsible for building this shul, so really the loan is relieving their responsibility because if the loan doesn't come in, they are going to have to come up with the money somehow from themselves. And here that everybody has given all they can and for them to have to give more means it's, it's going to encroach on their own livelihood. And so this loan coming from the outside is actually to, it's actually them, the community taking on this loan. They are going to pay it back through the community's activities, uh, generating income for the shul, which will then pay back their loan. So therefore you can make a heter iska because the the iska, the, the, the business partnership is you're partnering with the community, the people in the community who are responsible for the loan. And so therefore it's not, it's not a problem there to make a heter iska. To make a partnership, you make a partnership with the committee, the shul, the shul building committee. They're taking that responsibility to pay back through the shul's activities that they generate. So the partnership is okay and, and, and can be done. That's when you made a heter iska. The problem with our case is they didn't make a heter iska. They took the million dollar loan and no interest... So there was no need for any heter iska. They're not, they're not paying interest. However, they gave him the naming rights. And the naming rights is clearly ribus. That is interest. That is giving him a benefit they didn't have before. So what can they do in their case? The suggestion was, let's change the dedication in our minds to another Shalom. His father's name was Shalom. We've got a person in our community who passed away called Shalom. In our minds, from now on, it's his. It's not. It's 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 not the the businessman's father. It's our community member. Well, the problem with that that is that that is indeed stealing. Not stealing of a monetary value, but what's called genevat dat, stealing somebody's mind. What somebody thinks they have, they don't have. That is also a form of stealing. If he comes to that shul thinking, feeling that this is named after his father, so it has to be that way. You can't. You can't. Fool him into thinking he has this benefit if he doesn't have it. So it is certainly a, a, an, an issue, a prohibition of stealing somebody's mind, somebody's thoughts, uh, in in taking away the, the merit from him. Uh, but more than that, even if it wasn't, for whatever reason, stealing his mind, it still wouldn't solve the problem. Because think about it. Why is the naming rights, why is that considered paying interest? Because... The businessman who lent the money, the million dollars, 
is getting a benefit from it. The benefit is the nachas he feels, the pleasure he feels in having a shul named after his father. In, in, in the feeling and the sense that every time somebody prays in this shul, they're praying in the shul named after his father. It's a merit, a schus, it elevates the soul of his father. Uh, every mitzvah that's done in the place, every time somebody walks through the door and sees sukkah shalom, that it is in the merit of his father. That benefit that he feels will continue even if the community members don't intend to do it in memory of his father and they have somebody else in mind. For him, the businessman, it makes no difference. He's still receiving the benefit. In fact, that's the whole reason why they suggested this solution because they were scared to face this guy who was their savior and tell him, I'm sorry, we, we, can't, we have to take your father's name down. They were scared to, to take away that honor from him. And so to avoid that, they said, we'll, we'll have it in mind that it's in memory of somebody else. But that doesn't help. You're still paying him the interest. You're still giving him the benefit because in his mind, he thinks it is his. He's, he's getting that enjoyment still. So it, it wouldn't solve the problem in the first place. So for those two reasons, first of all, that it's stealing his mind. Second of all, that because he still thinks it's, it's the benefit is of his father, he's still getting the benefit. It's still interest. It's not going to help. And so therefore, really, the, uh, the only solution in this case is to actually be upfront with him and to tell him that we set this up wrongly. You gave a loan interest-free, but then you, you asked for something in return, which is therefore interest. And therefore, it is not actually a merit for your father and for his soul. It's not a benefit or a positive thing at all. Because every moment that your father's name is on, is on this shul and you're, you're benefiting from that, the, the pleasure of that, it is actually a transgression of the, of the sin of lending at interest. And that is not a merit, a schut, for your father on the contrary. So we need to fix things up. And the simple way to fix things up would be for the businessman to give an outright donation. And that donation can be decided upon between the, the shul and him. They can decide what, what, what that is. But it has to be fair. It has to be a fair donation that you would get the naming rights for. They can't say, give us another dollar and we'll give you the naming rights. Because then they'd be giving him a benefit. It's because he lent them a million dollars that for an extra dollar we're giving you the naming rights. That, that, that would not work. But for a considerable sum, if he, if he forgave a, a portion of his, of his loan, a considerable portion, whatever portion that somebody else would have got the naming rights to the shul for, maybe it's not a full million dollars, maybe it's less, but maybe it's the, maybe it's the entire amount. That has to be honestly assessed. He has to give an actual donation to get the naming rights. Otherwise, they do have to remove the, the naming rights or be clear to him that Sukkot Shalom is not after his father, it's after somebody else. That's the only way to solve it. And hopefully, uh, the generosity of the heart of this person who came to help the shul and wanted to do a merit for his father, hopefully th th those good intentions will come together that he will indeed forgive the loan and the shul will be able to continue in the name of his father and in his merit. Amen.